back again. This is Mike Jones. Got some thoughts for you on Brother Truckers. I'm still trying to get my people in here so we can have a real good discussion because we've been talking about some major league stuff. And I'm telling you, it is live. But if they can't get on and talk to me, they can't get heard. So I've been sending them out, you know, the invites. It seems to be nobody's jumping on. And I'm telling you, we got some good content out here that we talk about that I love to share with you. But it's the dynamics of the situation. But anyway, I'm not going to harp on that. Eventually, they're going to wake up and we can get this thing going the way we want it to, the way I'm hoping and envisioning. But right now, since I'm out here riding, I might as well talk to myself. Uh, the major thing is this uh, this Judge Brown. I think her name is Katanji Brown Jackson, or Jackson Brown, what I don't, you know. I'm putting it to you this way. I try to see 360 degrees on a situation. I try to go all the way around so I don't talk out of turn, sound like I'm a village idiot, or try to speak on what I don't know anything about. You know, it happens to everybody. You, you know, you can't get things 100% all the time, especially with the news media feeding you the kind of stuff they feed you nowadays, you know. But I'm going to go off with some things that I've heard and some things that I've witnessed about this whole uh, judicial um, selection. Uh, Judge Brown was asked a question by a Republican senator about what is the definition of a woman? And Judge Brown could not answer. She says, I'm not a biologist. Uh, but you are a woman, aren't you? I mean, come on now, ladies. You know, let's tell the truth and shame the devil on this okay you cannot tell anybody what a woman is you could have told them look at me i'm a woman i'm a phenomenal woman i'm a phenomenal educated black woman but no she missed all that and went to saying oh i'm not a biologist hell i ain't a biologist either but i stayed in a holiday and expressed it one time in my life at least i could speak and say what a woman is and what a woman ain't because you know i'm a guy all right and I done seen real women, and I done seen some fake aid women out here too, okay? The ones that try to dress like women and act like women, but they probably got schlongs longer than mine. Let's not go there. That's why I keep my hand on my knife. I'm just saying, this is a bunch of BS. It's, it's not a high-tech lynching like Judge Clarence, uh, the, uh, uh, Judge Clarence Thomas said years ago when him and Anita, uh, they had Anita Hill go after him to keep him off the Supreme Court as a, um, I mean, as, as a, uh, a white, right wing judge. And Ted Kennedy and the rest of his ilk went after this guy. Uh, this time, they got a black woman up here. Now, I don't know if the Republicans is gonna do her like, like the, the Democrats did uh, um, Justice Thomas back in the day. Because see, you gotta look at this right now. Since all this stuff is, has hit at the Black Lives Matter and all the rest of this stuff, you know, and everybody getting all upset about George Floyd and everything. And I'm gonna talk about that one of these times and have people thinking, give them an aha moment. Just wanna wait till all of the emotions die down. So you can think, put your thinking caps on and think logically, not emotionally. Cause that's 
a lot of people's problems. They're thinking with their emotions and not thinking common sense. Okay. Um, but what I want to talk about this is they got the Republicans in the corner of if they don't approve this woman, they're racist. Okay. And no white person wants to be called racist. All right. I'm pretty sure nobody in there, nobody ever wants to be called racist. Okay. Because, you know, yeah, that, that brings up a whole new can of worms that people always try to say, well, I'm not a racist. You know, uh, I got black friends. I'm not a racist. You know, I, I believe in Black Lives Matter. I'm not a racist. I'm, you know, yada, yada, die all down the line, you know. But the bottom line is, this is a good way for them to point that, that finger and call Republicans racist. Not, you know, and, and this ain't about because, well, they're going to use it because she's a black woman. And that's gonna get black people all upset. Uh, they don't want her cause she, yeah, she's a black woman, and, and they and they a bunch of racists, and they don't want her cause she black. Well, you know what? To me, the biggest race, the biggest racist out there is is Joe Biden because he said, oh, "I'm gonna get a black woman in there." Okay, well, all right, that's what you want to do. I mean, me myself, if I was in Joe Biden's situation. And I'm not, obviously, because I have a better job than he does. I drive a truck for a living. I do things for people, and they like me. All right? What he does for people right now, I don't think they like him too much, myself included. And last time I checked, we're in America, so I got free speech. Okay? Until they come for me. And then after this, that's a whole different situation. So we'll deal with that another time. But on the real, you know, he said he's going to get a black woman, Okay? Like I said, if I was in his situation, I wouldn't have said Jack. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put somebody up there that's, that, that I feel will be a good fit for the courts. I would have left it open-ended like that. Most politicians do things open-ended anyway. But he didn't do that. He came off leading somebody, swinging for the fences. I'm going to put a black woman on the Supreme Court. I'm going to put a black woman on the Supreme Court. So everybody's expected of that, and it gets everybody in a fervor. All right? If I had my druthers, I'd have a black woman on Supreme Court. It would be Judge Mary Maxwell Thomas, all right? Because she's a real judge, I know. Because I was in court with her one time, and I think she's a very upstanding lady. I don't know if she's liberal or conservative, but I know that she's an honest judge, and I and I think that she would have been good for the Supreme Court. Because uh, I had personal dealings with Judge Mary Maxwell Thomas in, in Illinois. But uh, but she, she's probably smart enough not to even take the job because Joe Biden would want her in it. Because this dude right now, everything he touches turns to dirt. So we got this woman getting her, her confirmation going on, right? She don't even know what a woman is. And I guess she didn't even look in the mirror that morning, okay? So I hate for her to go home and her man wants some, want some loving because, well, dude, she ain't a woman. So I don't know what you on. What, what, I don't know what she, what, what she on, but she don't even know what a woman is. So kind of makes me feel I don't think I need her on the Supreme Court if she can't tell her. That she's a woman and tell everybody obviously I'm a woman so that's definition of woman me I'm a woman but then again you know I digress I ain't gonna keep going on like that it's just so funny that they try to box in conservatives about this now lately I've been leaning pretty conservative since I've gotten older because that's pretty much what you do when you get older when you start having property and investments and you know you find out that the, the, the world ain't your friend and you find out that every handout is not a hand up. Sometimes it's a push down. And, you know, free ain't necessarily a good thing. 
Because when you give somebody something, they kind of control you. You know, depends on what it is. And I believe, and this is throughout my time, because I'm, you know, over 50 now, and I feel I have a right to speak my mind, whether you like it or not. If you don't like it, you know, we'll talk about that, you know. But uh, I try to be respectful, as mom and dad taught me to be. And I try to shoot straight from the hill. Sometimes I'm not as tactful as I should be. And I've never been a tactful person ever since I was a kid growing up. But the older I get, the more that I realize you have to have some tact in life because everybody can't take what you're saying, you know? But with this situation, and this lady being on the Supreme Court, trying to get put in, this is opening up a can of worms that we really don't want to go down because see, the answers that she's given and the situation about her politics being easy on pedophiles is making it easy for people who are pedophiles to push an agenda so that they can have legislation pushed so they could they could be a protected species so they could come after children that is not good because see when you want to get rid of a civilization go after the young you look through all the ancient civilizations look at ancient greece well or egypt look at ancient greece ancient rome you see what i'm saying when they started becoming to the point where they became pedophiles and started losing their morality and debauching themselves that's when you lose your civilization and we're at that doorway people we're at the doorway of losing our civilization because they want to put all these things out here front and center look at your tv commercials all right you know technically i ain't got nothing against a person if they're gay keep it to yourself okay i mean you know you ain't got to shout from the rooftops that you gay all right you don't i don't shout from the rooftops that i like women and i'm a hetero okay i don't walk around with you know t-shirts saying that you know well whatever you know you can get the idea i ain't gonna go there this might be a family show but you don't have to celebrate what you are what you do you know just be true to yourself and in this situation here these people are pushing an agenda an agenda that i don't believe is good for the country because you know all of a sudden I mean, you've had, you've had transgender people since, you know, since year, since AD day one, I'm pretty sure. I even heard of a town called, it was a two towns, I think called Sodom and Gomorrah, that people were doing whatever, okay? And they got dealt with, with some fiery, with some fiery rain from the sky. And bottom line is, it seems like we headed back in that direction here by this legislation. And, and people, you realize if you don't fight or, or, or push back at the people that's at the top of the pyramid chain of the government from the top down, then we're going to be the ones that's guilty of this because we're making a deal with the devil that we're co-signing a lot of nonsense. And we shouldn't be co-signing a lot of nonsense because of the fact that when you co-sign with the devil, God going to take his hand off you. Now, I got some people out there that I know that don't necessarily believe in the Bible, okay? But they think it's just a comic book. Me, myself, I've been 360 degrees around the religion, okay? Growing up, 
my mama decided she wanted me to have a good education so she you know we you know we gave up vacations and nice cars you know to 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 go to a catholic school because my mom said listen i go to work every day i want you to go to school every day and get education and every year chicago public schools after summertime was over with they always go on strike like clockwork she said i'll be damn you're gonna sit home and do nothing and i gotta go to work every day you taking your butt to school and you're gonna learn something well mom wherever you are in the world peace be unto you i love you because you taught me well and that knowledge i'm gonna keep on and i'm trying to instill it in you know the kids that i raise because uh, the bottom line is you were right the old ways are the best ways you know we got some 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 bad people in office and they done shook the devil's hand and they are turning us over to be for to debauchery and all other kind of things that are not right and the thing about it is we're gonna pay for these sins if we don't step up and fight them back i'm just saying i'm just putting it out there and the bottom line is you know we either gonna be complicit with this nonsense or we're gonna speak on it and try to put an end to it and they could color it any kind of way they want to that you know oh you against that woman because she black and this that another no i ain't against it because she's black i ain't against it because she's a woman i'm against it because her mindset and what she's thinking being easy on pedophiles and things like that and she don't even know what a woman is is she a woman she's setting herself up for bad things matter of fact if i was a woman i'd be really upset with that chick right now because she ain't doing women a favor okay she's hurting women she's putting women way back just because the answer she's got and i'm just, i seen a little smug look on her face she thinks she's cute she ain't cute at all trust and believe steve if i seen her in the club i walk past her all right i wouldn't even think twice about it you see you know lover hater i don't know the woman but the answers that she gave i'm not comfortable with you know i'm just saying i'm just really not and i don't deal with people about the color of their skin i deal with them on the content of their character just like martin luther king would say okay i deal with everybody like that black white no matter no matter because see i don't want to be judged by the color of my skin and where i go a lot of times i'm the only brother in the room okay you know i've been hundreds of miles away from home thousand miles away from home eating you know eating thanksgiving dinner someplace out there in canada with the, you know out there in saskatchewan okay and like i said ain't too many brothers in saskatchewan okay <laughs> and i was one nobody treated me badly nobody said anything bad about me matter of fact people engaged me in conversation and once they heard that i could speak the king's english and you know i'm not tripping over myself i don't have any ghetto slang we have good conversations you know i don't walk around with my trousers hanging off my butt i can't stand that i think that 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 type of situation has held black men back too and see all this stuff is for a reason and people got to realize warfare is is waged on different levels this is another type of warfare against us as black people and against the american people because see right now when everything goes wrong and people who are not thinkers and they're reactors 
once the once once the once the crap hits the fan, they're gonna start pointing fingers. Well, that's because of black people that the world is screwed up, that the country went to hell in a handbasket. It's because of black people. Ah, slow down, Jim Shoe. Explain something to you. Biden is using black people. Use Kamala Harris. She's an idiot. All right? She's a real idiot. A woman of color. I give a damn what color she is. The bro's an idiot, okay? She shouldn't have never had the situation to be vice president. And this woman that they bringing in as, as judge, I'm pretty sure she's going to be another Lulu, okay? I'm just saying. Because of the answers that she's giving right now. I don't really want to hear what she got to say. Because the only thing it's going to do is make me scratch my head and my behind at the same time. And I ain't trying to look like a monkey. It's just to the fact that he's putting these people in place to make black folks look stupid. And you know what? It's kind of working because I'm looking at him from a far side and I'm like, y'all, y'all kind of stupid. Y'all, y'all geeing for this type of stuff. Uh, geeing is the, is a vernacular for going with this type of stuff, or you go for this type of stuff, you know, for my listeners that are not, uh, African-American. <laughs> hate that word too. Uh, I'm an American. Okay. Taint never been to Africa, but I would like to go. And uh, don't nobody I know that was in my family was technically from Africa. Still looking at after that research, you know, got leaves still popping up on the uh, on the uh, that tree site that you can uh, check your, uh, your your lineage and everything. My sister was working on it. Come to find out, so far on my dad's side. We go back to 1836. That's yeah, impressive. And we still got leaves popping up on the uh, on that site. It just costs a ton of money to keep paying for it to get information. But uh, yeah, I would love to visit Africa and, and uh, visit West Africa, the coast out there, and see uh, history, real history. I figured maybe one day it'll happen. I got an opportunity to sit on the Great Wall of China and contemplate life I would be if I lived during the time of uh, Genghis Khan and Kublai Khan and how the Chinese had thought a way of building a wall to keep uh, keep the Mongols out. The Mongols eventually got into China, but, you know, it's still a very impressive wall that was built. And I mean, if you sit down on the wall and look on a good day, it goes on forever. And then it splits in different directions. This is amazing. And it's big, too. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just saying, these, these people that's being put in office here are here to tear down our country. And then this is not a good thing, people. Because we should look at our elected representatives and we have to hold them to a higher accountability. Because what is their motive here? They want to kill this country. You know, some people are all for it. Oh, yeah, I, uh, screw the United States. Uh, I don't care about this country. Well, I'll tell you what, you don't care about this country. My question is, have you ever gone somewhere else and lived or gone somewhere else and see how they treat their people? See, I've, I've had the opportunity to go to Europe a couple of times. I've been to Asia. I've been to China. 
I've been to the Caribbean. And yeah, although those people are, you know, a, a, a singular race of people, you know, Chinese or French or, you know, uh, uh, Jamaican, what have you. They still treat their people like crap in certain areas. If you ain't got no money in some of them countries, I mean, all of them, matter of fact, if you ain't paid, you're dirt poor, you in the street. You are in the street. I've seen people in France at sleeping outside and they give, they give them, the government give them tents and sleeping bags. And they outside the train station, Gare du Nord, sleeping out there in tents on the street tent cities okay now i'm pretty sure france got enough money they could do some things with their citizens and stuff i mean not just give them handouts i mean the united states got enough money we don't have to have people sleeping in the streets and things like that you know if we got a homeless population we hey we got enough money to build them a homeless a homeless building i mean a homeless you know uh, not an encampment but uh a complex they could live in you know there's ways to do things if they want to they don't want to do it. They don't want to do this type of stuff. We got trillions of dollars they're giving overseas and everything. And that kind of galls me because, you know, like I was raised by my mom, Mary Jane Jones, peace be unto her name. She said, charity begins at home. And then when I go to places like Subway or Walgreens, or McDonald's, all of a sudden they pop up here on their little, you know, you put your card in to pay. They want to ask you if you want to round up your change and give it to the children of Ukraine. You know, I, I I got a soft spot for children and everything like that. But let me explain something to you. I ain't got a I ain't got nothing against Ukrainian people, none whatsoever. You know, uh, I think they got some beautiful women over there in Ukraine. Like I said, I am a man, all right. I got eyes. But hey, United States ain't gave y'all more than enough money. Y'all done bought guns and all kind of stuff. You know, and now they want McDonald's and all them to give y'all money so y'all could go ahead and try to go after uh, go after Putin and take down Russia when everybody jumping on the Russia, Russia, Russia bandwagon. I mean, that's another thing I like to speak about, too. I'm like this. Everybody's trying to jump on Putin and saying he a madman. He crazy. I'm talking about on both sides, left uh, left wing and right wing news media is talking about how bad Putin is as a person. But see, I've been watching old Vladimir for quite a while since he come on the scene. And the first thing they want to talk about is he was with the KGB. Well, yeah, he was with the KGB, okay? And I'm pretty sure somebody who used to work for the CIA or the FBI get into a position of power like George Herbert Walker Bush, <clears throat> who was director of the Central Intelligence Agency, who became president of the United States, who waged war overseas, and, you know, uh, so, hey, you know what I'm saying? If what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I'm not saying that Putin is a good guy. I ain't saying he's a bad guy. What I am saying is I've been tracking NATO. And if you ever want to look and see if I'm lying or telling the truth, just look at it in uh, Google or ask YouTube where all of the uh, United States military bases and NATO bases are located. And when you see where they're located around the world, you'll actually see that we are encircling Russia and China so we can give them the coup de grace you know, the kill shot. They're surrounded by us. So yeah, that's gonna make Putin nervous. When the Soviet Union, who used to be when I was coming up, the Soviet Union was the Soviet Union of communist Russia. And uh, they had more country 
more country. They had they had more country, but all those little smaller countries that they had their, they, they, that they had their foot on have been loosened up, and they've all became NATO members and stuff. Okay, and now he feels like he's closed in. He don't have half the country he had when it was the Soviet Union. And what a lot of people don't understand about uh, Russia is they never really had a warm water port for their Navy. And that's something that years ago, I'd always ask about. I asked a buddy of mine, uh, Dennis Warren, peace be out his name, because he's no longer with us. Miss him every day. He was like, a, he was a big brother and a mentor to me. And I asked him about the Russia situation. He was a Navy man. And he said, Mike, Russia don't have a warm water port for their navies. That's why they needed Cuba. Because if you're a sailor and you're on a ship, and a lot of people don't think this way because a lot of people are not sailors. Well, I just happen to be a, I happen to be a sailor. And uh, I understand that when you're on a ship for so many weeks, months, after a while, you got to get on dry land. It could possibly drive you crazy. And you're out there floating around out there on the water, and all you see is a blue line across there, across the horizon. Water, water everywhere, not a drop to drink. After a while, you know, you tend to miss people at home, family, friends, girlfriends, whatever. And you need to get on something stable like land, because we are land animals, okay? And when you're on a boat and you're moving around constantly, that messes with your inner ear situation, okay? The physics of it will will mess you up after a while. And I've been on a boat for like a week. And trust me, when I got off of that joker, I felt like I had been beat up by Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, Joe Frazier, Mike Tyson, and Sugar Ray Leonard. And throw in, you know, Roberto Duran too and probably Tyrell Biggs, because that's how beat up I was. I didn't know what was wrong with me until I found out, man, you've been on the boat for a week. That's why you all kind of messed up. I mean, I was whooped. I was tired. I couldn't get myself together. So Russia has, their ships have to leave the Black Sea and all of that. And uh, around the time of October, because that's when the freeze comes in. Black Sea gets frozen over and you can't do nothing. So all these ships, these submarines and all that, they got to go. So they are locked in about getting their ships refitted, which means get, you know, um, repaired, um, unwrapped detail, refueled, uh, get new food stores because, you know, your crew got to eat because if your crew don't eat, they're going to get sick. They don't get fresh water get fresh fruit and things you get you know uh scurvy you know and scurvy is a, is, is a bad thing to have yeah it's almost like uh back in the day when, when sailors would get scurvy that's because they didn't have uh, vitamin c in their diet you know eating fresh fruit and good food they would lose their teeth so you could always tell an old sailor out there they had a touch of scurvy back in the day because of the fact that uh they look like they had meth mouth and uh that's why they if you ever heard uh, uh, people call British people limeys, it's because of the fact that they found out the British the British uh, Navy found out that if uh, they had a storehouse full of limes, they had got to suck on limes and everything like that to keep them from getting scurvy. So that's where the word limey came from because the British uh, British Navy started that. 
sucking on limes and everything because they were going around the world and because they had the biggest navy before world war one you know britain ruled the, ruled the world that's why a lot of times people say you know the uh the sun never set on the british union jack because wherever they were in the world they had a flag somewhere that they were colonizing some part of the world so with that putin's navy is being cut off because he has to go through ukraine to get to his navy so if ukraine is part of nato and standing with the united states and all the other western nations against there and they training their guns over there at, at, at putin his navy's cut off he ain't got no strength so it's a takedown and uh just like denzel washington said in training day when he said Dude, this ain't checkers this is chess you know and that's what it is and he's losing the chess game if hillary clinton had become president instead of trump we'd already gone to war with putin because that's what she was aiming on doing i told a lot of people that they were like ah that ain't true that ain't true uh, yes it was very true go back to the stuff that she was saying that was coming out of her face about you know he's got weapons of mass destruction and all that talking about nuclear stuff because they brokered a deal and stuff with some canadian uh, guy to sell uh russia's plutonium it was a setup for a takedown it's just kind of same way that the bush administration that went against saddam hussein said he had weapons of mass destruction had colin powell step up there and lay out this whole case to the united nations and they all voted to go to war with saddam you know I'm just saying, just put these things out there for, you know, think about it, aha moments and everything like that. You know, we're being pushed, folks, into a situation that pretty most of us don't even understand. The thing about it is, it's all your elected representatives is pushing you in that, that, in, in, into that situation. And instead of us, you know, benefiting from it, we're not benefiting from this stuff, we're losing. We're losing our country. We're losing our morality. We're losing the sense of who we are as Americans. We're letting these people come in and push us around and, 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 and re-educate our children right in front of our faces. Kids don't learn history anymore. They learn social studies so they can become good socialists. You know. A lot of your teachers don't even understand what, what, what's going on. And they teach school every day. You know, I know things change. They don't have to change that much. Sometimes the old ways are better than these new ways. The music is crap. All your artists and music right now, and I'm talking about folks like Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion, and, you know, these girls, uh, what's the other, Cardi B? You know, they they are using these women of color as nothing but, you know, hey, right now they ain't nothing but but pretty much, you know, uh, Hollywood whores. How they got these, these girls and stuff, how they portraying them, how these women are letting them portray themselves. Is, you know, yeah, they, I'm a bad bitch, you know, all this like, yeah, you're, yeah, you are. Last time I turned when I was a kid growing up, a bitch was a female dog. So that's what you want to be, over-sexualized, not taken serious, flaunting your stuff, and the kind of music that you're making. 
always remember, sisters, it affects your, 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 the, the young ones coming up, the girls and the boys. You want the boys to respect the girls, and it starts from somewhere. It starts with you all. And if you condone the, the situation on how you like your young men, you know, bald head with a wife beater on, all these muscles and everything, and pants hanging off his butt like a toddler, there's something wrong with you. You might think it's cute, but it ain't from a real man and I'm a real man because I was raised by a real man you know you can say what you want to say but I put it to you this way I used to sit up with my dad at night and he used to tell me he said when I was your age I was knee deep and armpits deep in blood because I was killing people for a living he was he was an army veteran and he told me stuff that if I said it right now it'd make the hair on the back of your neck stand up because he had to tell somebody. So me and him, when I got of age, he told me. You know? See, you know, our people, they say, oh, we support the vets. They're our heroes. They're this, they're that. But see, when it comes to young men want to serve in the military, a lot of these kids out here nowadays, I ask them, they don't have nothing to do with it. Well, with this guy we got in office now, I understand why they don't want to serve. Because he's an idiot. You know, he just gave all our weapons to the enemy. Billions of dollars worth of stuff. Hard-earned American tax money. That stuff should have came right back here. And went right back to be checked out, refitted, repaired, categorized, and put away. Not given to the enemy. But... I will say this, when I seen what the Taliban was doing and they flying military helicopters and everything with uniforms on, that lets me know they've been training these fools under cover of darkness. Okay? And they ain't been doing it in two weeks. They've been doing it for quite a few years. Okay? Because trust me, I'm an aviator, okay? You ain't gonna learn how to fly a plane, much less a helicopter in a couple of days, okay? especially a military helicopter, all right? Because I've been in military helicopters, and trust me, you got to know what you're doing to fly one of them jokers. And I'm a pilot, and I looked up there, and I'm like, hmm, that's a lot of gauges. <laughs> I was in the Sea Stallion one day and stuff on the, on the aircraft carrier. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a lot of buttons, okay? And I knew what I was looking at. And I knew it was a lot. So if you got Taliban flying our aircraft, they've been trained undercover darkness. For what reason? I don't know. That's another, you know what, I need to check that out kind of mode. Which got me thinking again about what's going on over in Ukraine. You know, everybody's up in arms about, you know, Putin and out there fighting Ukrainians. And Ukrainians need to take up arms and fight Putin. But check out the history of Ukraine, okay? I'm going to put this out there because ain't nobody going to really talk about it. Putin said he was fighting Nazis, okay? The man wasn't lying, all right? Now, if you check the history of Ukraine, go back to World War II. Come to find out that you got 80,000 Ukrainians joined the German army, the German SS, the Nazi party. And to this very day, the sons and the grandsons and the great-grandsons of those Ukrainian Nazis are still in power today. And they're being, they're being backed militarily by the United States. Go check that out. 
Just don't go by what I say. Check it out. I'll give you a little bit of backstory about this. Uh, one side of Ukraine wanted to go with Russia. Other side of Ukraine wanted to go with Germany. Well, that's kind of how it laid out. In World War II, Ukrainians became uh, Nazis. But after the, after the war was over, and see, you know, we were always led to believe that the United States, you know, beat the Nazis and this, that, and the other, you know, Great Britain and, you know, we didn't beat the Nazis. We absorbed them, okay? We had Operation Paperclip, brought a bunch of guys over from Germany into the United States to work on the space program, one of Von Braun. Uh, you heard the people call, uh, there's one dude, uh, he did E equals MC squared. His name is uh, Albert Einstein, <laughs> you know? Uh, quite a few other people that came into Operation Paperclip to work on the nuclear projects and things like that. And the NASA project, where Werner Von Braun come from. He, they weren't the only two that just showed up with their suitcases, okay, with uh, different information. Matter of fact, to tip you off on it, go check out the first Captain America, the one that Tommy Lee Jones was in. And they always tell you how they brought in, you know, these uh, scientists and everything to do experiments and stuff. They was basically kind of tell you what was going on in Captain America without really telling you what's going on. So that gives you a little bit of uh, a teaser to find out exactly how things are done. Anyway, let's skip to today. Putin's fighting these people. And the United States has been backing them. And I could go deeper and deeper into this history and stuff, but bottom line is we're here where we, where we are today. And it's been a ground laid for many years on both sides of the aisle, I believe. I can't say it was one versus the other, but yet and still, you know, we are here where we are today. And you need to understand there's a lot, be, lot more out here that's being told to you in the news media. And you should be well-rounded about the decisions, you know, that you make and the things that go on around you so you can be, so you can understand why these things are going on like it, like they are. Because they want to bring a whole bunch of Ukrainian people over here, okay? Now, bringing in refugees is not a problem if they're women and kids. But if there's a whole bunch of young men coming over here, I'm talking about young, strong, ready to go to war age type young men, then guess what? We got ourselves a slight situation here we need to look at deeper. Because see, Biden wants us to get rid of our guns, okay? Trust and believe. He wants to put Beto O'Rourke in charge of taking all our ARs and all that. You don't believe me? Look up some Beto, Beto O'Rourke, you know, videos. And he gonna tell you, he coming after the ARs and all this type of stuff. Now, if these Ukrainian guys that was trained up as former Nazis are brought over here to this country and they are uh, refugees, then uh, next thing they're going to do is put blue helmets on them and bring them in here to take all our weapons from us. I'm just saying. You got to look at this thing long range. Why now? See? Or are they going to bring them over here as well as 
those old Taliban fighters over there from Afghanistan and they'll both come and attack us? Because that's what I think about. See, I always look at Sun Tzu. If nobody's in, 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 you know, understands Sun Tzu, you need to read it. Sun Tzu and the Art of War. You can YouTube it and get a primer about what Sun Tzu believes in. He was a great battle tactician, probably about a thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah, a thousand years ago, maybe even longer, where he told the first emperor of China that he can make his army strong. And this guy wrote the primer on how to wage war. And to this very day, they use it in West Point. I'm pretty sure they use it at Annapolis and they use it, you know, all the different service academies. It's one of the books you gotta read to understand warfare and how to take the, you know, the high ground versus the low ground and how you advance on troops, deploy spies. Sun Tzu is an excellent read. Another book is the Book of Five Rings by Minamoto Musashi. He was a great Japanese samurai swordsman. And then there's another one called Hagakure, which is a good, another excellent read about strategy and uh, the Japanese Zen mindset of warfare. I think in those terms a lot. It's kind of my makeup. I blame it on my dad. He was a he was a military guy. But I'm glad he trained me like he did and it had me think like I'm thinking because now I see what he was going after when he told me about, you know what? You're gonna see what this country is made of when it gets attacked. And on 9-11, when I saw the towers going up, the planes hitting them, I sat back and said, all right, dad, let me see what's gonna happen. How the shoe gonna drop? What's gonna happen? And when I saw exactly what we made of as a country and as a military, I realized we're a serious machine. But we got a president in office now that wants to take our machine and do bad things with it. Our people in uniform don't need to go all over the world fighting a whole bunch of BS conflicts. We don't. You know, we should keep our military for our protection. You know, if you want our military to uh, do your bidding, then you got to pay some money. That's what the Saudis did. Hey, you want us out here? You got to drop some coin, pal. If that's how you want to have it done. But we shouldn't be out here doing that either. All the money that we spend on our military budget could not just build back better, but we could be outstanding in whatever we do in this country. The inner city don't have to look like it does with the kind of money that they put into a military budget. I ain't talking about giveaway money. What I'm talking about is, you know, we don't have to be taxing the hell out of people. We cut taxes big time. And with more money in people's purses and pockets, they could do some things for their families. You know, a lot of people struggling out here to pay rent, pay mortgage and things like that. 
it don't have to be that way. It don't have to be that way at all. But because we're deploying resources all around the world, and you know, we we talking about hundred million dollar missiles and everything. That's money that they built just to blow up somebody. That's like you know what? I can send a whole bunch of fools out the jailhouse to do that with axe handles, man. Look, I pay you dudes, man. Uh, I give y'all a hundred thousand apiece to parachute you into a place. I'll just kick them out the damn plane. I mean, they probably so honored they could probably jump out without a parachute. There's some rough dudes out here in the world. And put you in the country, man, and beat the hell out of this dude right here. I give you a hundred grand. There you go. I got the best military budget on the planet. I can get it practically done almost for free. But I'm just saying, you know, I, I see these things and I ask people, how much does one fighter jet cost? How much does a battleship cost? How much does an aircraft carrier cost? With a full crew of people on board, with all of the, uh, you know, um, amenities that you have on board of a, of, of, of an aircraft carrier, because I'm pretty sure it holds about five to 6,000 people. I mean, it's a floating airport. You got to have fuel. You know, you got more than just one airplane flying. Come on, let's go, a-ho. Let's go, let's go. Act like you got a pair. See, that's these people out here, man. They get nervous in the service out here driving, you know. He want to come on the ramp. I'm in the construction zone. He don't want to speed up. I'm coming on him. It's raining outside. It's pouring down raining out here. He want me to pass him up, but he get ready to lose the lane of where he's in. Yeah, what am I wrong? Anyway, like I'm saying, people don't even know the cost of some of these things. You can look them up and find out. You got a crew of people, ballistic submarine. How much does that cost? <laughs> we talking a ton of cash, okay? And we ain't just got one of them, okay? We got a fleet of them suckers, okay? With crews on them that we pay. That's working right now, 24-7, 365. And some that's on R&R duty, and they still getting paid. And that's on aircraft carriers. That's on battleships. That's on light destroyers. That's on Aegis cruise missile uh, um, ships. Uh, that's different fighter, uh, uh, fighter squadrons. You know, land base, water base. Um, you got, uh, you know, uh, planes that re refueling tankers and stuff. Those cost umpteen millions of dollars. And the people who, you know, we, that is budget that is astronomical. You know, and people getting a paycheck out of that. Not only that, they're getting uh, bonuses other benefits the generals is making big money i mean everybody up and down the line from the lowest from from a non-rate or a buck private all the way up to you know your, your your highest generals is getting paid paid a buck and you got to get your you know and 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 they getting paid a certain amount of cash you can look up what an officer makes in the o in the o scale you know and he listed man in uh a personnel in the e scale you know I mean, it makes a pretty decent, pretty decent cash out, you know, in the military. And you got other bonuses and perks too. So I'm just saying that is all comes out of our tax-based money. So they say, you know, um, 
These are just things that's on my mind. I'm riding down the highway in my little bird brain that I tell you about. Think about and put it out there. But we need to we need to vet these people. And I think our problem is we just took it for granted, you know. Oh yeah, well, you know, this person better than this person is for 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 the, for poor people and, and and black people, so I'm gonna vote for them. That ain't true. And people argue to the wall. Yes, it is. No, it's not. People will lie to you, pander to you to get your vote. But see, they tell you what they all about. Y'all just ain't listening. Your eyes is wide open. Your ears is wide open. And you don't see and you don't hear. Yeah, that makes you a dummy. You don't hear what comes out of these people's faces and what they stand for. I was never the type of person when I voted, I voted a straight ticket. I mean, if you want to vote a straight ticket, you you know, I'm pretty much in my book, you're an idiot, okay? Because you ain't done your homework. You haven't done your homework. Pretty much what they say, all politics is local. So that's your, you know, from your local school council representative, dog catcher, you know, up to, you know, who, who you voted for mayor, up to governor, you know? Presidential stuff, you know. But you got to know who your Congress people are and what they stand for, especially in Congress, because those are the ones that's doing the most damage right now. Your congressional people, man, I swear, they are, they are a piece of work. You know, your senators, some of them need to go home. A bunch of them right now I can rattle off. They've been senators ever since I was a child. I think it's time for them to go home, collect your little pensions and get the hell on down the road. You know, because y'all y'all don't screwed up enough. Open up the door and let somebody else get up in there that's, that can do things the right way. Because Dick 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 Durbin been in he been in power too long. He's one of them. Too long. He, I think that dude been in this. I think I think he been in the Senate since I was in grammar school. Adam went through a bunch of lifetimes and he still got the same job. <sighs> Time for him to go home. He is, you know, he's a piece of work. I think at one time he was a decent guy. And then uh, he must have got bitten by a bat one night. Because right now he ain't nothing but a blood-sucking SOB. Yeah, the next one is Pelosi. I think they prop her up in the chair. She been there too long. Schumer. Rest up. You know, these people have been there too long. They lost touch of reality, I think. I think they need to all get psychologically tested. At least give them a breathalyzer. Because I bet you stand too close to Pelosi, you're going to get a contact after all, all the vodka she's been downing. Well, why is it that these people get in office and they stay in office for years after years after years? Y'all already rich. How much more money y'all want to steal? You know? Let some of these new folks take over. I, I, I'd run for office if, you know, well, my ego ain't that big, I guess. Plus the fact, you know, I'm kind of person, you say something bad about me, I might come over your house and put my foot in your behind. Ooh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I'm a truck driver, you know what I'm saying? I just drive my rig through your front door.
What you say about me, mother? Okay, all right, I got you. That's the last thing you're gonna hear <laughs> when I drive up. But no, nah, I'm joking about that. I wouldn't hurt nobody much. Okay, so, you know, these are things I wanna think about. You got the judge thing and, and, and you got the Ukrainian thing and, you know, you just got all this stuff brewing and all of a sudden the COVID, vac the, the, the COVID went away. You know, I, I was down with it, and uh, I was never at death's door. I was just sick. I just met a guy today, uh, one of my customers and stuff. It's a new place here I've been to. He told me that he's the kind of guy. He's a um, he's a pharmaceutical technician. He made the vaccines for the COVID. I just hey, I just talked to this gentleman, okay? And he was explaining to me how, how it works. So I'm like, okay. You know. So he was uh he said that he was doing he was giving vaccinations to kids. I said, does this stuff really work? He said, Yeah, it does. I'll take his word for it because I'm not vaccinated and I really don't plan on it. Because uh well, I, I don't trust it. I just don't. I mean, people got vaccinated, they still got sick. They been shot two, three, four times and they still got sick. So he told me pretty much, if you already got it, you're pretty, you know, you're already good. You got anti the antibodies and everything. I'm like, great, because I ain't trying to get stuck by no needles. I already got stuck by enough needles in, in the hospital. They was giving me anticoagulants and all kind of stuff. They were sticking them in my stomach. One thing I can say, I was a kid and I was in the hospital and I was a kid, the needles was a whole lot bigger back then and they hurt like hell. These needles are little bitty somethings, man. They just squeeze a roll of fat on you and pop you and stuff. You don't feel nothing, which is cool. So modern technology is cool in that respect. If they shot me, I didn't feel nothing. And they were doing it every every night they would come in. Right, right after dinner, time to get your pop. So, you know, they did me. I left. Thank God I'm here to spout off and talk truck crazy. But I wanted to get the message out and uh, kind of let you know what's going on in my mind and let you go ahead and check some of this out for yourself. There's a lot of things I want to talk about. They got a thing called a homosexual manifesto. You need to look that up too and read that. <laughs> yeah, that'll keep you, that'll keep a real man up at night. <laughs> they want all men to become gay and they hate women. The dude who wrote that man, he was a piece of work. Um, I'll probably do something about that, talk about that later. But I, that's just to put it out there so you can check it out. You can YouTube it. You can Google it. Google it. It'll, it'll pop up. It'll tell you exactly what these people are all about and what they want in the world. And um, this, this is sliding down, taking a, a slippery slope on our morality and going towards a one world religion. I mean, hey, you can look this stuff in the back of the Bible, it's called Revelations. If you don't believe me, you can read it. That's all I'm taking, I'm, I'm going off of that, you know? And uh, it's kind of hard to understand about how things are about, you know, remember this was written 2000 years ago by some guy named John on the island of Patmos. He was washed up on shore and he had these crazy dreams. Now, if you could look 2,000 years into the future, 
and write down a dream that you had. It must have been some hell of a dream. Either that or he got some damn good weed. And you write the stuff that you're writing. And you start to see it coming together today. I'm starting to become more and more of a Bible-believing individual. I've had my rev- I- I've had my, my my going back and forth about it. Here come another person out here nervous in the service. I got to give him the light flash. Come on over here. A black jeep was trying to get on the on ramp, and uh, he about to lose it and go to the next off ramp and stuff. Yeah, come on, get over, get over. I'm trying to barrel down on you, but these people just scared out here. Well, it is pouring down rain too, but I'm I'm too far back to pop him, you know, and I ain't going that fast. But going back to John on the island of Patmos, the things that he was talking about, he didn't understand what he was talking about. He tried to relate it to what he knew back in those days. If you would have told somebody, you know what, they got this helicopter that looked like a big old grasshopper, and it and it blows fire. Well, this thing. It's flying. It's a giant grasshopper that flies. It's green. And it blows fire and blows up stuff. They're like, man, this dude been drinking and he got some damn good weed. But if you read Revelations and you think about the type of uh, armaments that we have now and weapon systems that we have now, he was seeing this 2,000 years ago and trying to relate it to what he could get the information across. Now, you, you, you check out one of those little small helicopters that we got flying right now out there, two-seater helicopters off. Can't think of the name offhand. Cobra gunship. Look at it. It's green. Look at the front end of it with the turn in front. It's got the, uh, it's got the, uh, the 3D terrain uh, uh, designation stuff that you can look on the screen it turns and everything the way the glass is shaped all aerodynamic it looks like a grasshopper and it blows fire yeah it's got what uh, aim missiles on it you know they got missile pods out there shoot out rockets and everything like that so this guy was seeing this stuff 2,000 years ago so you could imagine he didn't get much sleep pretty sure rocked into his foundation you know, when he said the Jews would have a homeland and the Jews he was talking about were the Ashkenazi Khazarian Jews from Eastern Europe, which is where the Ukraine area is, you know, and they own Israel through the Balfour Doctrine. And the Rothschilds. That's all World War II history. That's why anytime you want to find out what's going on today, go back to World War II. Go back to World War II and look how things have been playing out since then. And if you really want to know what the structure of the world is coming to, go back to World War I. Because before the start of World War I, you had uh, Europe was all pretty much interrelated with um, different royal families. Okay? Now, after 
Franz Ferdinand, well, Archduke Franz Ferdinand and everything, and his wife got whacked and everything, and everybody started siding up. And these was cousins fighting against cousins on warfare, pretty much, because everybody was interrelated, intermarried. Habsburg dynasties, Romanovs, you know, uh, the women.